Hello and welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome back. So today's episode is going to be all about branding, another topic we absolutely love and we talk about lots and lots because the power of a brand is so, so important. And so today's episode, we're going to talk you through just a small insight into the branding world um, and really getting you to do some foundation work if you're listening on your own brand. Um, So there's, as always, action steps to take away from this podcast. We'd love to know what you think. Um, But yeah, we definitely believe here at Zebra that your branding is one of the most important investments you can really make into your business. And what we don't mean by that is spending thousands and thousands of pounds on graphic designers. We love a graphic designer, but we're not talking about spending thousands. We're talking about the investment into who you are and what you stand, stand for. So whilst the logo, which of course is the visual part of your brand, is important and needs to look professional, this can only work for your business if you have these strong foundations set and correct and they feel really aligned with you as a business aligned with who you want to talk to aligned with your ideal clients so getting this foundation investment right is so so important to them rolling out and being consistent with all of your communications and all of your outward marketing to attract your dreamy dreamy clients so this podcast is definitely going to be for you this episode whether you're a new business, if you're just starting off with your branding, or whether you've been going a while and you just want to kind of learn more about branding or find out where you are currently in terms of your business journey with your brand. And it really is so much more than just a great logo. So let's dive into really how you're going to empower, how we're going to empower you to identify or just re-identify all those things that form the foundations of your brand and once they're all securely in place then the magic happens you can bring together your foundations you as the business owner and your customer and everything will follow so let's kick it off by defining branding really and what we mean by that so branding is a way of identifying your business it's how your customers recognize your business and how they recognize you So branding is a strategy designed by organizations to help people really quickly identify and experience their brand. And it gives people a reason to choose your products or services over those of others by clarifying and communicating what exactly your brand is and also what exactly it isn't too. So as we said, it's so much more than just the physical features that create a brand. It's really to do with the feelings that customers develop towards your company or towards your product or service. And that combination of the physical aspects of your brand, like your logo, and those emotional cues that get triggered when people are exposed to 
your name, your logo, your visual identity, you as a person, and your messaging and how it's communicated. That combination is really what makes your branding. But, you know, as you'll know, if you've heard us before, we love to use examples um, hopefully examples that you can relate to and that you're really aware of. So throughout this podcast, we will be mentioning, you know, multiple brands, um, multiple businesses out there that you will hopefully be able to really analyze now in terms of their branding. So products can, as we know, products and services can be quite easily replicated, reinvented. There's normally other players in the market. There's probably more people out there doing what you do. But your branding is going to really make you unique. So if we think of Pepsi and Coca-Cola, they taste similar, they look similar, they're, you know, advertised in quite similar ways sometimes. But for some reason, a lot more people appear to be connected to Coca-Cola. There are always some people that prefer Pepsi, though. But actually, that's not just for some reason. It's to do with the branding. It's to do with how they advertise and how they really tap into your emotions and set that expectation of what you can experience when you're drinking that particular drink. People really do buy into brands. Yeah, they really do. Like you only have to take the Coca-Cola advert, don't you, at Christmas and just the hype around that. That's like marketing genius in terms of, how they're really trying to dive into that family market, not just individuals. So think about, and honestly, you won't do shopping ever the same again after this podcast. Um, and that's what everyone says when they do branding VIP days with us and branding workshops, because we're really getting you to look at just how these brands are communicating what they want to stand for and how they can attract their their ideal clients. So yeah, yeah you're going to be looking at Pepsi and Coca-Cola <laughs> I think with Coca-Cola as well, that Christmas advert that always, you know, symbolizes that Christmas has arrived. That's come through consistency as well, because the first year that an advert was done like that, it will have been, you know, received, watched, liked, enjoyed. But it was only after doing it for a few years that people really start to form that association with expecting it each year. So, so anyway, before we uh, divert... <laughs> And we do. That's one of the main things is that consistency. Um, but just to mention a, a lovely lady here that we we really admire, really, in the branding world is a lady called Fiona Humberstone. You may or may not have heard of her, but she's known as the brand stylist. You can look her up on Instagram. Um, and we've actually attended some of her brand styling days. And we just really, really love her book as well. Um, but she quotes, the right brand identity has the power to attract engage and compel people to do business with you and just the power of that quote is so so true and just why we do talk to so many business owners about their branding and how important it is to be part of their marketing and the way they do business so in terms of the brand just like a recipe there are there are like different ingredients that make your foundations of a brand and the brand itself so these include your brand definition so think of these as things like your purpose as a business your why your values your business's vision and of course your promise your promise to your customers setting that expectation but also your brand personality now oh my gosh this has the absolute 
way of setting you apart, having a strong brand personality and being able to communicate that through effective marketing is amazing and can really help you stand out. So thinking about personality traits of your business and then, of course, your brand identity. So you've probably, even if you're just starting, you've probably got an idea of a brand or business name. But then think of like your tone of voice your visual identity, which of course does include the logo design, your color palette typographies. So actually your visual identity too. And then your unique selling point or points, you may have more than one. What are they and how are you going to communicate those through your marketing? Also a brand positioning statement. We love to do this as well because it's a really good way of describing your business in a nutshell. And of course, then ideal clients and how important they are weaved into the brand. And whilst we're not going to dive into ideal clients today, because that's a whole other podcast episode of its own, um, ideal clients very much are part of your brand. So all of these things really help you create and shape your business. And it's so important to get them right. So If you have staff members, please make sure they're very aware of your brand identity and your and your core brand um, definition, your personality, all of those things so that they're super aligned with you. And we're going to be discussing in lots more detail um, through this episode about some of those topics. But just think of making sure that all of those bases are covered as your absolute foundations. So the aim of your branding is, as a quote by Steve Martin that we love, to be so good that they cannot ignore you. So that sounds amazing, right? (laughs) So we want to be thumb stopping. When someone is scrolling through social media, you want people to stop on your content through your branding. You want to create that need and that want at the same time. Don't you want to stand out and be really irresistible with your offer so that no one else who's an option out there for your customers even gets a look in? And while that might all sound like I'm living in a dream world um, and it might all sound really scary, we promise you that no matter what your business, no matter what your product or service is, it's totally achievable for you. Yeah, definitely. And now, you're probably going to laugh out loud while you're listening to this, or we're going to make you very hungry. But you know, we love an analogy. So we are not into those standard, like, gross formal diagrams of like overlapping circles, which are totally corporate style, that would never fit the zebra vibe. So instead, this should be memorable. This is the zebra brand pizza. And hopefully this sums up just what your brand should be. So bear with us it's going to make sense but think first up as you take a pizza dough that's your foundations of your business so your base of your pizza is going to be who you are as a business what you stand for it's going to include those values it's going to include those personality traits it's going to include your why it's going to include your promise all of those things are going to be your pizza dough and what you need to remember is not everyone is going to be the same dough. Some people will be stuffed crust. Some people will be deep pan. Some people will be thin crust. Whatever the different variations of a pizza base or a pizza dough, everyone's going to be different. But that's what makes a brand different from another one and a business different from another one. But you've got to be super clear on these foundations of your pizza in order to really get going, in order for it to form, it's got to have a strong, strong foundation for it to work. 
And then next up is the toppings. So again, not everyone's going to be the same. Not everyone likes the same toppings. And that means these are your clients. Not everyone is going to have the same clients but also you're not going to attract every single client you're going to have ideal dream clients that are going to be the people that want to do business for you and the ones that find you relatable the ones that want to work with you and the ones that are attracted to those foundations that you formed with the pizza dough so some people are going to be your tomato puree and your cheese Others are going to be, you know, your olives and your ham and pineapple, whatever it is. And some will be more profitable than others. But making sure you are so clear on who those ideal clients are and bringing them and aligning them with your brand is honestly, I know we said it before, but where the magic happens. And once you put your pizza dough and your pizza topping together and you bake it up, that is, well, put it in the oven, I should say, that is what's going to be your brand. So all of those things married together make for a pretty awesome brand that you're going to roll out so hopefully we haven't gone too a well with that analogy um you can see how our brains work but you absolutely need clarity on those foundations before you can add in your ideal clients because if you don't have your foundations correct then you're not going to appeal to those to those dream clients that you want and and a lot of the time you're going to be communicating in a way that perhaps doesn't relate to them or doesn't align with them if you haven't got those those real foundations set. So now it's time for you to do a little bit of work as well. And honestly, whether you're just listening to this podcast while you're on the go, um, or whether you are sitting down with a pen and paper, we would really recommend just thinking about or taking some time at some point later in the week, if you want to come back to it or whatever, just to really go through these tasks that we've got these actions that are going to really help you with establishing your branding so have you ever been put on the spot with that dreaded in a room full of people do you want to just briefly explain what you do or something similar to that because I know that we have been there in the past and when put on the spot like that in a room full of people we've kind of just fumbled out some words that came to mind, probably weren't completely clear, probably didn't really explain exactly what it was that we did and who we were. So you absolutely know what you do. Of course you do. It's your business. You are the life and soul of your business. But what this task is, is to condense all of that down into just a few short sentences and to try and write it, what your business does, in 30 words or less, because that creates a really streamlined version of what you do, that whether you keep it private and it never gets publicly put out there, or whether you do actually share it with the world, it really makes sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what you do in a really snappy way, so that you can articulate that in a really clear, concise and punchy way. So our zebra one is we are a mindset and marketing business that specializes in taking your ideas and turning them into action, making your ambitions become reality. And I think when we last counted, that was 22 words. So we would honestly really recommend, and we know you may have to pause right now to give this a go. Um, so we would recommend doing that or, you know, coming back to this exercise a little bit later on. 
but it's so worthwhile because it really gives you that absolute clarity whether you've done it before or whether you're coming back to it honestly it's so worthwhile and then moving on to your core values as a business and these are honestly really such a strong part of the foundations of your brand because these are your guiding principles of how you do business this is the things that your business lives and breathes and as the person responsible for your brand you need to believe fully in these and you need to know them inside out upside down and standing on your head and if you employ people they also really need to believe in these as well to know that they're a right fit for your business. So your core values really do help you to create strategy and direction for your business. And it's important as well to revisit them because whilst they'll fundamentally stay the same, sometimes they may need just a bit of tweaking or updating as your business evolves. But what we want you to do right now, again, you may have to pause or you may have to come back to this, is just think about the three main core values of your business. So when you're thinking about this, think about the things that you want your business to be known for. What do you want people to say about your business and to think about your business? And if you're struggling, it can sometimes be a good idea as well to think about what you don't want to be known for and flip those around. Or perhaps an experience you've had with another business that either you would aspire to, to achieve or that you just haven't thought was very good and really think about how customers might react to these if they saw them as well but these values these three core values need to be ones that you feel aligned to and they really should form the basis of your business practices because you can hold yourself and your business and the success of your business accountable by these so just to give you a bit of a you know head start or if you're maybe struggling with where to get going with these Our Zebra core values are, first of all, we're committed to helping businesses grow and develop sustainably. And sustainable growth is so important because otherwise, as it says, it won't be long term. It needs to be manageable and we would never want to send anyone into overwhelm. So we want to see our clients succeed. So we ensure that they have the correct mindset and confidence in themselves and their marketing to conquer their goals. As we always say, we are all about foundation work and really establishing that mindset and the confidence to go forwards means that you can then conquer your goals. So getting all of that foundation work is absolutely a core principle of ours. And then our third one is relating to personal development and investment in people, because that is something that's absolutely fundamental to us as well. So really just, you know, Like I say, whether you need to pause this podcast or whether you need to scribble some stuff down and come back to it and perhaps use it as part of your next team meeting if you have a team, um, we would honestly really recommend those as exercises. And we've got more too. (laughs) And also, you know, you can share them with friends and family, just sit with them a little bit, maybe journal up with them, whatever it is that just gets you to really feel like they come to life and that they and they suit you and your business. Um, but now we're going to move on to diving into that business personality a bit more because with the business personality, this should really help you move on to the tone of voice, which Beck's going to talk you through in a moment. But really just understanding how you can create content from it, how you can write website copy, 
just all those things that really give your business some personality and thinking about what traits are going to make you recognizable and relatable. And you want that relatability in order for them to know you and to like you. And then everything else is going to form the trust. The trust between you and your clients is honestly everything because the customers become so much more loyal when there's trust in a business. And the best brands at the moment are those forming really, really strong communities online, communities where their ideal clients talk to one another and have good access to them. And those communities are so, so powerful. And they've been built around the brand having personality and amazing core foundations. So you're really going to help. You're really going to work on your tone of voice once you've established these personality traits. So think about perhaps from your values, what sort of brand do you want to be in order to resonate? So is it that your personality traits are going to be something like youthful and carefree, which relate to being like an excited and excitable brand? Is it that you're more of a brand that needs to be thoughtful or kind or innocent and trustworthy, which really relates to being having a sincere brand. It might be that your brand wants to be athletic or rough or outdoorsy and have those sorts of traits, which relates to a more rugged personality. Or it could be things like leadership, success, influential, and their traits of competence. And then, you know, perhaps if you were a perfume brand, it might be elegance, luxury, prestige, pricey, which all relate to sophistication or desirability. So just write down, if you can, while you're listening or, or come back to it or have a, even having a think if you're driving or whatever, about what three personality traits can your, does your business have or can it have? And be really instinctive here. I think kind of go, whatever come, go with whatever comes into your mind straight away because that's going to feel most right. So again, just to give you an example, our, our zebra ones are exciting, dynamic, motivated, passionate, bold, feminine, consistent. So those are some of our personality traits. So just have a go, have a think about what some of yours might be. Um, and a really good example here of a brand we love because it has heaps of personality and from that creates such a strong brand is a brand called Innocent Smoothies. Now you might well know of them um, or perhaps you'll have to go looking for them next time you're in the shops but yeah they just we use them as an example time and time again because we talk about them when it comes to branding because they actually get better and better. They have the most brilliant brand personality based on humor and so much so that honestly very rarely their posts are actually selling products they're more about creating a community creating humor absolutely creating the most amazing fun engagement when it comes to their marketing they are not scared to take the mickey out of themselves they don't take themselves seriously but they know their audience inside out and upside down and have like the most brilliant visual brand which communicates all of that personality too so they stand out they're bold and they really really communicate well to their ideal clients so please check them out because honestly we use them time and time again don't we Beth? absolutely in fact while you were, were just um going through that I was thinking how much I could just drink one right now <laughs> <laughs> Love it. you do you only have to visualize them and you've got all that 
personality as well as the freshness and the colour and oh I'm gonna have to go go to the shops after this um <laughs> but on to your tone of voice so your tone of voice it's all about how your brand communicates with the audience and how people perceive your messaging so in other words it describes how you want to speak to your ideal customers and this includes things like choice of words, communication style and emotional tone. And you will have all of that as a person in how you communicate with customers. You will have words that you default to that you use quite a lot. You will have a communication style. You will have a tone of voice already. And it's working out for your business whether you're going to directly replicate that or whether your business is going to have a different tone of voice and also establishing it down on paper so that when you've got employees in a team they can also communicate in that same tone of voice which may not quite be yours but will be what you set for the business so to focus on your business's tone of voice here's kind of our tips for how to how to go about that so think of the personality that Lynn's just went through um, what words match the personality traits of your business? Thinking of that personality, maybe you've said your business is fun or wild or carefree. What kind of words and language match that personality? And when you're building a brand vocabulary list, which we recommend, that's kind of keywords that associate with the way you want to communicate. So think of your emails, for example. We are very much... Hiya, or hey there. And we would never really open an email with dear because that just isn't really a tone of voice and vocabulary that matches our business's personality. Do you sign off with regards or do you just go, see you later, thanks very much, speak soon? Or perhaps you are more formal in how you communicate, which is obviously absolutely fine. Each business is unique. And also think of your ideal clients and think about how they speak. How are they talking to each other? Picture them talking about your business. What words are they using? What language do they use? How do they talk to their family and their friends? So really think about that and ask yourself, are you funny as a business? Do you have humor like Innocent Smoothies or are you more serious? And this might depend on what your business is as well, what industry you're in. Are you formal or are you quite casual? Or for a lot of people, they might put themselves somewhere in the middle. Are you respectful or irreverent? Are you, you know, quite casual with how you speak? Are you quite colloquial or are you very much always to the point? Are you enthusiastic? Do you tend to, you know, go off on tangents, get really excited, a bit like we do? Or are you quite, you know, strictly to the point in your communications? So we pride ourselves on our no fluff approach to our business, to marketing and to communicating, but we are very enthusiastic and passionate about what we do. So establishing exactly what your tone of voice is, is actually quite a fun task as well as being very important. So don't feel like it's something you need to rush. Just bear it in mind. Maybe listen to yourself over the next week or so. Maybe go back through your sent emails and look at what words you're using and how you're speaking. And just pull together that kind of personality, tone of voice, vocabulary list that you can then, you know, establish as being a part of your, your branding. 
and then moving on to your unique selling point. So oh, sounds quite scary, doesn't it? But your unique selling point really is what sets your business apart. So it might be really obvious for your business, or it might be quite difficult to actually put your finger on. But identifying what makes you different is a really key part in strengthening your brand. It tells people aspects of your business that are the reasons that they will come to you. And it really lets you know what elements of your business you can shout from the rooftops as why people would work with you and what's going to make you stand out. And thinking about your you know, competition out there, your industry landscape can be a good way to identify your unique selling point as well. Because sometimes it might be that you've had an experience with another business where you felt something's missing and then you fill that gap. And that is a part of what makes you stand out. But often, and this is what a lot of people struggle to accept, is that you as the business owner are often what really does make your business unique. So thinking about what makes you unique is also probably what makes your business unique. Oh, how true is that? You know, and we're so good at underselling ourselves, aren't we? But mm-hmm. so much of it, so much of it is is based on you and, and your motivators as a business owner as well, which obviously comes across with how passionate you are. So really just to wrap up this podcast now and this episode in terms of really those core, core foundations of your brand is to just give you the chance to think about if you needed to write a mission statement, you might already have one. It might be something that if you have to write proposals quite frequently or or anything like that, you might already have one. But And if you do, please, please revisit it right now. Um, but just having to think about what your mission, mission statement would be. So this mission statement is going to be an articulated version of those 30 words we did earlier, but it's going to be working and including those values, those core, core values, your purpose for your existence with those brand personality traits and basically just bringing that pizza base together nicely. So having a go when you're ready um, or when it's convenient at just writing a short paragraph, it could be three to five sentences um, is usually about right, about really condensing every, every part of those foundations that we have worked on earlier in this episode. So have a go and please share them. Like we would absolutely love to see them. You can DM us with them or, you know, share them on your own and tag us um, on your own socials and tag us. But to give you an idea, our zebra mission combining everything is to give our clients simple, tangible, enjoyable and actionable plans to develop themselves and their businesses empowering women to achieve success whatever that looks like to them through high vibe coaching sessions so we really hope you can see how that's just brought everything together nicely and really sums up and articulates just who we are and what we do as a business and the transformation that our dreamy dreamy clients get when they work with us so yeah please do share away if you feel like you've absolutely got the best mission statement Yeah, absolutely. And it's also fine to just chuck in some bullet points as well. If you add on a bit like we've got through high vibe coaching sessions, you might add on, we do this by and just bullet point what exactly it is that you do. Um, But yeah, we are coming to an end. It's gone so quickly. Um, But we have 
another quote for you that we love from Howard Schultz, if I've said that correctly. And it's that mass advertising can help to build brands, but authenticity is what makes them last. If people believe that they share values with a company, they will stay loyal to the brand. And it really is the values and all of the stuff that we've been through today that makes that loyal connection with customers and that makes them relate to you. So think about brands where you know that people stay fiercely loyal to. So if we're thinking of big brands, those multinationals out there, things like Apple versus Android, you know, people always have this debate when it's time to upgrade their phone contract or whatever. Um, Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Um, you know, sometimes people will go up to a, a pub bar and say, can I have a Coke? If they say, oh, we've only got Pepsi, they will literally have something totally different. They will go, oh, I'll have an orange juice then. And people are so loyal to the brands. And then coffee, whether it's Starbucks versus Costa or whether it's people staying loyal to an independent on the high street, People are so loyal to their favorite coffee to the point where they will literally not drink anything else. And banks as well. I don't really get it with banks, but people are so loyal to banks, no matter whether they can get a better deal elsewhere, better interest rates elsewhere. People stay loyal quite often to a bank for a very long time. So there are so many you know, so many brands that I'm sure are popping into your head right now that people do stay fiercely loyal to. And that is, like we said at the start, not just for some random reason, it's because of how that brand has hooked you in with their branding and you felt a connection to them. Yeah, and it all does come back to that community again. If you can get these foundations absolutely nailed and on point and feel like you are so aligned with them we're not just talking about putting words on paper and thinking that's what you want your business to be you've got to resonate and feel aligned with them but then pairing that with these ideal clients that can form this amazing community as a wraparound honestly that is where the success is going to happen and we cannot wait to see just some of the branding work you do in terms of this foundation work so like we said please do share um, and just to very finish on another quote um, is a brand is a set of expectations, memories, stories and relationships that taken together account for a customer's decision to choose one business over another. And that comes from Seth Godin, who is a really famous marketeer um, who has got some amazing books, actually. So check them out. But honestly, have a good go at these branding foundations even if you've been going a little while now, have a good revisit. Um, and you, I'm sure you'll have so many content ideas from it because that's always what happens to us. When we re revisit ours, all of a sudden we get loads of content ideas, loads of program ideas. Um, so yeah, we hope it does for you too. So we really hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will of course be back in a couple of weeks. Um, we hope you've enjoyed listening and yeah, we will see you next time. Bye.